0: bernie mcginnis majestic care
1: welcome to gut plus science analytics about people insights for executives truth you can act on a high energy fast-paced results-oriented exchange featuring employee engagement evangelist and ceo your host nikki llewellyn
0: Welcome back to Gut Plus Science, where we talk to some of the most passionate leaders on the planet who practice innovation daily to attract, engage, and develop their people to be their very best, and they share all about it on this show. So I was recently reading an article about burnout. You know, burnout rates are higher than ever before. 2018 statistics say that 23% of employees feel burnout Always or often, and 44% of employees say that they feel burnout sometimes. Well, that's a large majority of our people that are experiencing this problem. But there are five key causes of burnout, and we can get ahead of those. The important part is to measure the right things, asking employees the right questions to get ahead of the problem. Well, today we're going to be talking with a CEO in a high burnout, high turnover industry, senior healthcare. But this guy is passionate about the industry, his people, and beating the odds and is going to share his mindset and some key learnings today on the show. Bernie McGinnis, CEO of Majestic Care, is a seasoned leader in the senior healthcare space and has worked just about every level and every job starting his career as a certified nursing assistant nearly two decades ago. I'm excited to hear and learn from Bernie today. Um, We're going to dive right in, but first let's hear from one of our fabulous sponsors.
1: Custom Concrete has been creating foundations for the finest homes, commercial buildings, and industrial facilities throughout central Indiana since 1969. Builders, contractors, and homeowners rely on our expertise because so much depends on getting it right. Our knowledge and control of all aspects of the job, from excavation to waterproofing to backfill, means that extra value is built into every project. Codes don't drive our business, excellence does. See the difference at customconcrete.com.
0: Bernie, welcome to the show. So you know Gut Plus Science is all about helping leaders move the needle on employee engagement. So first up, I've got a question around engagement. How do employees who are engaged impact the success of your business from customer care to the bottom line?
2: Our bottom line is driven by customer care. So our, our employees, um, our care team members, their engagement with our clients, our residents, it's their long-term care home or our short-term rehab residents, their engagement and getting to know those residents beyond their diagnosis or beyond their room number, but actually learning their history, their story. Were they a school teacher, mother, father? Have they grown up in the area? What personalizes each and every resident? That engagement from our frontline staff, those certified nursing assistants, the housekeeper to our nurses, their engagement is crucial, it's vital. There is no bottom line if we don't have customer engagement in our industry.
0: And Bernie, you've been in senior healthcare your entire career, really cool background and how you got to where you are. And so now as CEO and partner in Majestic Care, what is your primary focus or key differentiator in the marketplace?
2: In forming Majestic Care this year, the primary focus was on our care team members. How do we focus on their needs our ability to recruit and retain the best talent in the industry. Healthcare, throughout all aspects of healthcare, whether it's the senior healthcare or acute care hospitals, outpatient surgeries, there's a high demand for staff. And to find that talented staff who have a true passion and a calling to take care of the geriatric population, that has to be our primary focus, because without our care team members, there is no majestic care. They are the heart and soul of of what we do. So our primary focus initially was on our culture. What type of culture do we want? We we decided we want a very care team member focused culture from a reduction in benefit costs through the acquisitions um, that we've taken, being able to reduce their benefit costs, offer some benefits that, that more of our care team members could participate in, um, focused on our benefit package, the wages, and then um, even to simple items, such as a weekly payroll for that retention, that recruitment opportunity. Everything that we started was, you know, we kept our residents at the heart of all of our decisions. That's part of our mission statement. But by doing that, we have to focus on our care team members who deliver the care to the residents that we're honored to serve. So our big focus from day one has been on developing the culture that is focused on meeting the needs of our care team members and allowing us to recruit and retain the best talent in the industry.
0: And so you're in an industry where the rates of turnover are so high and you've been in this world, you're entire life. So you can really speak into probably why that is the case. And and this is probably why you're leading with our employees are number one and building that strong culture. So referencing back to my introduction on the show today, why are turnover and burnout rates so high in the senior healthcare industry? And what are your keys to beating the odds?
2: I think it's a hard job. I mean, first off, we're an industry where it's people taking care of people. There's different connections, personalities, backgrounds, Different expectations of our customers, different um, workforce generations, and then the the actual work is very demanding. We're taking care of people's lives, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. There's usually multiple options for the employees to choose a different provider. It's a very competitive market. You know, we're competing against the hospitals for for nurses, or outpatient centers, or home health industry for for some qualified uh, certified nursing assistants and everyone's trying to get ahead. But the actual work itself and in that day-to-day taking care of the geriatric population, the elderly, helping them in their bathing and grooming and dressing, their activities of daily living. It's very rewarding, but it's also very hard work. Um, I I know that I, I started in this business as a certified nursing assistant And you were tired at the end of the day Um, after an eight hour shift or you work over and you work a 12 hour shift. It is hard, demanding work. And there's always new regulations and different burdens we put upon the staff with documentation and keeping up to date on the rules and the regulations and the changes in care. Um, So, you know, our focus to beat all those factors is to just make it as simple as possible. We're people taking care of people that we have the honor to serve, they deserve the best care possible. And our care team members, they make all the difference in the world. Um, the residents in the facility, they don't know the corporate staff, but they know who their CNA is that's going to come in at three o'clock today. And making sure that we've made that job as repeatable as possible, allow them the opportunity to spend time with the residents so that they can feel that that satisfaction of a job well done, but also get to know our residents as people, allowing that time in between the routine tasks, those things that we have to get done, the care that needs done by providing training, proper staffing levels, and then really pouring into the appreciation side um, for, for all of our caregivers. It's, it's crucial. We, um, you know, when I talk to our care team members and, and engage our staff at our different um, locations, I always talk, we take care of a hundred residents, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. We do thousands of things correct every single day to take care of those residents and provide them three meals a day and help with their activities of daily living and provide the activities and the outings and their medications and coordinating care with their physicians. It's, It's an awesome responsibility that we have and we do so many things, right? And as an industry, we have to do a better job celebrating those successes. So that's been crucial to us here at Majestic Care. How are we going to celebrate those successes and recognize our care team members when they're doing an outstanding job?
0: That's really good. And it was taking me down this path of understanding that we have many different managers that you have to enable to follow behind you and the culture that you wanna set or the tone you wanna set in your organization and knowing that your industry is a very high demand industry, just very demanding on these caregivers um, and three, 365, sixty five 7 all of that. If you just broke down a couple of tactical suggestions to empower the managers who are leading these frontline care team members, what are the key things when it comes to celebrating, recognizing, rewarding what are a couple of those key things that you would say from a tactical perspective that you recommend that they're doing or keeping top of mind?
2: For our new leaders, I mean, I, I always start off with just two things I tell them to do every day. Learn the names of those that are working on your unit, in your facility, on that shift that day. Speak to speak to our fellow care team members by name and say thank you. You know, it, it's really that simple. Just engage Call them by their name. Say thank you for the job that they're doing. Don't be afraid to say, hey, let's let's do this. Let's pull together. Hey, we might need to do this a little bit better. But at the end of the day, also say thank you for all the things that they were able to accomplish. Thanks for showing up on time. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for helping out in the dining room today and, and being flexible in your schedule. Whatever it might be, just engaging our staff. Don't sit behind the nursing station or, or don't sit in your office. But be present and engaged with our care team members. That is the most important lesson any of our new frontline leaders, we have multiple departments, any of our department managers could do is to be engaged and out there in the environment with our frontline staff and just provide feedback and, and some positive reinforcement. I, I think a thank you goes a long way in today's world.
0: The simple things, yet just such a big impact like calling someone by name smiling, saying thank you, goes such a long way. And I know you've created something, a philosophy called the five S's, which is along these lines, I believe that you've really infiltrated throughout Majestic Care. Can you talk about the philosophy? How did the five S's come about and break those down for us?
2: The five S's is a really simple type of management strategy. Um, When I was a new health facility administrator running a facility, you know, I had done my administrator and training program and I was very excited to become the health facility administrator, you know, um, and take on that leadership role. And then after being in the role a a couple months, I I always like to take my drive time to kind of reflect on the day and things that I could do better, opportunities to improve, successes we had during that day, kind of just roll back through the day. And I, I was really challenging myself, what's important to me? You know, we have all these boardroom ideas, whether it's reimbursement strategies or regulatory um, updates and all these high-level items coming from the government, CMS, different payer types, or from a corporation itself. And how do we execute that through our certified nursing assistants, through our cooks, our dietary aides, the housekeeper on the floor? How do we take these huge boardroom ideas and deliver it through our break room care team members, through our break room employees? So, I was saying, how do we make this as simple as possible? If we can repeat some tasks every day, how do we do that? And then the five S's came about because I like it to be a little fun, a little corny, a little catchy. So I'll just kind of go through them a little bit with you. The first S is to shine. You know, in healthcare, you want, you would want any healthcare environment to be clean, you want it to be pristine. You know, how do we shine? How does our environment, what's that first impression? How do we look as the caregiver? Are, are our scrubs clean? Do we have our name badge on so our families and residents know who they're um, talking to? You know, how does our workspace look? How do we shine? You now, how do we? How does our landscaping look when you drive into the facility and make people feel at home? You know, how how do we provide those rooms and the atmosphere for the residents and make sure it's as home like as possible? So, how do we shine? The second ask, which I think is the most important ask is to smile. We have all sorts of different cognition within our population that we serve. You know, so many battle different stages within dementia and Alzheimer's, different education backgrounds, different stages in their life. But the universal sign that you care is that when you knock on the door and say, how how am I assist you? Is that you're smiling? They know you're there to care. They know you're there for them. You know, how do we smile when we engage with our fellow care team members? You know, so much of our turnover and exit interviews has been, well, this unit manager or this nurse didn't make me feel welcome. They didn't like me. That smiling whenever we engage our fellow employees is key. The third S is to start strong, to start every single meeting on time, to show up to work and to your shift on time. That's key for us. If we can start the day off strong in our industry and in senior health care plus acute care, we can start that day off strong and make sure that the, the residents that want up early are able to be provided assistance and, and get up early and that breakfast comes out on time. These things start our whole day off on time and, and they get the residents in a routine and the facility uh, functions well for that day. If we fall behind, whether we have call-ins or people are late to work or our breakfast doesn't come out on time, it will put the facility behind for an entire day. So how do we start strong? Um, The fourth S is kind of my favorite S. It's swagger. I wanted um, an S word here to fit the theme, but it's really about providing knowledge and tools and ongoing training so that our care team members can have the confidence to do their job. They can have that confidence, you know, to take on a resident with some high acuity or You know, might come in with an IV medication or some sort of new medication um, or the confidence on knowing how to take care of residents with a certain disease process, but give them the confidence and give them the tools to complete that job so that they, they have that confidence, that swagger to be able to do it every day. And then the fifth S is to show off. And really, that's about taking pride in our industry, taking pride in the work you do, too many times our industry, especially the nursing home industry, gets a bad rap. There's a lot of stories you'll see in the newspaper and or you'll see on the television and you hear some of the negative things that have happened, maybe by an individual employer and an uh, you know, unfortunate situation. But for the most part, in my 22 years in this industry, I ran across people who really care. And like we talked earlier 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, taking care of 100 residents through 120 staff members in and out of that building. We're doing thousands of things well. We need to take great pride in what we do And show off that care when the Department of Health comes in or you have corporate come in your building. But take great pride. Celebrate your success within the community. Take it back to the physicians and back to our local um, hospitals or the community at large and celebrate the things we do and really engage yourself in that community and take a lot of pride. So the five S's came about because I really wanted to make it a simple, repeatable, and understandable lesson. If we can If we can keep our environment clean and we can shine, we smile when we interact with anyone, we start our day off strong, we make sure we have the confidence to do our job. If you need more training, ask, we want to provide it, and then take great pride that you work in this facility.
0: Bernie, your passion really shines for what you do, and I can only imagine how that trickles throughout your organization. I think there's something really special about having a unique philosophy, not something that was just taken from a book that you've you know, adopted into your organization, but you know, a CEO who brings this unique philosophy that you've made up, like the five S's, and really relevant to your particular culture. I just think that there's something really special about that. Here's my question for you, and I'm going to uh, guess that a number of our listeners want some insight on this. What are your suggestions to... How to gain buy-in around philosophy like the five S's throughout the organization?
2: You have to repeat, and then you have to walk that engagement. I ran a building um, before I started running multiple facilities, and the five S's were just printed on the back of every em- um, employee's name tag. It was something that simple to remind them every single day. Um, we would give the in-service you know, um, to our staff two or three times a year. Um, it's part of the orientation, the general orientation and onboarding, because I think you have to define culture from day one. You know, you should be defining it really in the interview process to make sure that the um, prospective candidate meets the culture that you're trying to build and create. But from day one, you have to keep reinforcing it and then get to those key department managers, um, however your organization is set up, but get to those key frontline Managers that are dealing with our frontline employees every single day, and repeat that, walk that, you know, reinforce it. It's not something you just put in a book or put in a in the employee handbook and think that everyone's now gonna magically live and breathe it. But it's something that has to be reinforced every day.
0: And Bernie, you have a very unique angle in being the CEO of Majestic Care. Your entire career has been in senior healthcare and you started out as a frontline employee yourself. And, and so there's been something, this evolution over time that has gotten your foundation to be about your team members and your culture. Can you give us the first story that comes to mind that was your greatest like failure turned lesson that has really driven this initiative to be a culture first, people first organization?
2: Yeah, there's a couple things that come to mind with that. When I was a frontline employee, I started off as a certified nursing assistant and then became a licensed practical nurse and and eventually worked my way up in this industry. But, you know, I I worked at some different facilities that might have struggled with leadership turnover and trying to learn from those struggling buildings what I would do different. Um, I remember being the only evening shift nurse in an entire nursing facility that was on staff. The rest were contracted or agency nursing, and the director of nursing didn't even know my name. And I remember as as a frontline staff member, how that made me feel and how quickly I left that environment to go somewhere else to work. So that's a lesson that I remember feeling and trying to make sure that as an organization, We don't have nurses that feel that way. They, you know, they feel disconnected and then they're more likely to leave when we engage, as we've talked about today, as we engage our care team members just by learning their name, knowing who they are. It's huge. So that's that's a failure that I experienced um, that I think has helped really shaped how I've been as a whether it's a facility administrator or in multi facility roles um, has really shaped my career. As a leader, though, um, you know, I I originally started at a building that had uh, a department head team that had a lot of experience. We had a lot of success there, and it was was a really fun experience. But when I did change organizations, I thought the same management technique would work at my new facility. And about two months in, um, this facility had had a lot of turnover, and they were struggling, and it was a different environment. I realized quickly one management style doesn't work for every um, every care team member. One, one management style doesn't work in every situation. So really making sure that reinforced what was important to me, the five S's, but also varying my management style. There, the recognition programs and the different things I had to do needed to really be amped up versus my first couple of years as an administrator. So I adapted. Um, I had to adapt my communication style with certain managers, had to adapt our training program, some expectations, and I had to learn a little bit more patience when we did have failures. So um, all these things I think we've taken here to Majestic Care and just how we look at our progressive discipline process, how we look at coaching and mentoring first before we get into progressive discipline, to some standard communication Um, systems that we're trying to provide our leaders through our human resource department. And, you know, just that culture in general that we've talked about today, trying to implement that throughout Majestic Care and in each one of our uh, locations. I've tried to learn from any failure I've had um, and figure out how not to repeat it or how to get a lot better from it. So those are just a couple of examples that come to mind.
0: Embracing failure, one of our greatest opportunities. Love hearing all of those examples. So, so many good ideas today, guys. Lots of things to put into action and positively impact employee engagement in all of our organizations. Bernie, thank you. We're gonna quickly hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back and we wanna learn just a few things about you and how we can follow up if we've got questions in the future. Be right back, guys.
1: Are you still using Pulse surveys? How about annual questionnaires? If your organization relies on either of these it's time to discover amplify amplify has created a new way to measure employee engagement it's where ceos who want to know what's really happening within a workforce go to get honest feedback and to understand what needs to change for people to love their work companies that have used amplify have increased productivity by as much as 30 percent in just three months best of all it's not just data that amplify provides executives get hands-on coaching with engagement specialists people who know exactly what to do with the data. To see their latest research on employee engagement, visit Amplify.com.
0: All right, Bernie, so we're back and this is what we call the lightning round. And I'm just going to ask some quick questions. You can just give me a one word or quick answer. We want to learn a little bit more about you. So what's one fun fact that most people don't know?
2: Always lived in Indiana and I'm a proud father of four children, three girls, one boy. And that drives me every day.
0: What hobby do you most enjoy outside of work?
2: I like to golf and watch sports. Those things are relaxing to me.
0: Do you have a favorite vacation spot?
2: We love to go to Disney as a family. My wife worked there in college. You know, I, I'm big. Our care team members kind of a play on the cast member concept. So I love going to Disney and seeing um, my teenagers to my younger children all, all really act like kids and, and enjoy their time there.
0: And Bernie, how can our listeners reach you?
2: They can email me directly at bmcguinness at majesticcare.com or visit our website, www.majesticcare.com, and uh, feel free to reach out anytime.
0: All right, and now let's talk truth you can act on. I'm gonna summarize a few concepts and I challenge you to pick one and try something new this month in your organization. So number one, be present. Call employees by their name, smile, say thank you. Be out and be present in their workspace, engaging with them, not sitting in your office as leaders. These simple things go such a long way to drive engagement and the opposite can be so true. A great way to decrease engagement is to forget a team member's name. Number two, create your own unique philosophy, acronym, or phrase and infiltrate it throughout the organization. Make this the key saying in your culture and repeat, repeat, repeat to get buy-in. Never stop repeating it. It's always something new to someone and a great reminder to someone else in the midst of their day. Number three, make it a mission to collect stories and share them. Stories drive meaning and breed more greatness as others can repeat those good efforts. Find as many mediums to, as possible to share those great stories as well. And guys, that's the truth you can act on from Bernie McGuinness today. We'll see you next week on Gut Plus Science.